Thank you, Amy. He lasted 91 minutes, but in the end, the smell of the taco truck proved too much for Campbell Brown, and uh, he's just about to tuck in as we speak. Huge day at Caulfield, of course, tomorrow. Uh, champion trainer uh, Chris Waller, he's going to saddle three up in the big race, the Caulfield Cup. He's been good enough to join us uh, this afternoon on Dwayne's World. G'day, Chris. Hey, guys. How are we? Uh, very well, as always. Uh, you're very generous with your time. We appreciate it. Uh, the Caulfield Cup, in terms of... Uh, Big races in this country. Where do you rate it? Um, number six. Number six? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, just... Don't ask me the... what's one, two, three, four, no, I'm five. Not going but... to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. But uh, number six, we're pretty happy with that. Just, I was asking Campbell Brown this question off air before. I remember growing up, it was always such a big guide to the court, uh, the Melbourne Cup. The Caulfield Cup is—is is that still the case, or or not so much anymore? No, it's a big deal, and um, to be to be to be a bit more realistic, I'd say look, it's it's number two to the Melbourne Cup, and where has the Everest jumped in? Obviously, Cox Plate's probably the right there as well. So, Melbourne Cup from a, just a general audience point of view, pure racing Cox Plate as the best horses and then Caulfield Cup, Everest, they're right there and um, yeah, and there's just so many, well, I think that what we're seeing in racing is just, it's becoming bigger and bigger, competition more exposure but the Caulfield Cup's a big deal um, there'll be a good crowd tomorrow and it's a great lead up into the Melbourne Cup Chris, you've got three live chances, you haven't had Montefilia too long but she she's been around the mark in Caulfield Cup and Melbourne Cups for a while Obviously, Francesco Gardi and uh, and the favourite Solcom. You must be absolutely wrapped with Solcom's preparation so far. Um, just been building up nicely, running really, really well. Um, have you done anything leading up to the Caulfield Cup uh, regarding the way that the horse starts? Because it has been known just to miss the kick a little bit, which puts it on the back foot. The only thing I've done is I rung William Haggis, who trained the horse back in England. And he assured me, he said, don't worry about it. Don't try and change it. That's him. Um, probably not much different to athletes, whether it's footy or whether it's um, athletics. A, whole, a person likes to just get their, get into their normal r- rhythm in their zone, and then they peak. Um, not everyone's at their best in the first 10 minutes of a game. But most importantly, you're comfortable and find your rhythm. And that's the case with Solcom. So, no, we haven't done anything different with him. Um, I just feel, look, you're seeing quick and slowly in, in speed races. Like, he's he's come from a 1,700, I think an 1,800, and then a 2,000. He's all of a sudden now racing against stayers over 2,400. So, realistically, they're all a little bit slow to begin. Um, so I don't think it'll be as noticeable. So that's the way we're playing it going into the Caulfield Cup with Salkin. Uh Chris, are you expecting uh, Gold Trip to run around tomorrow? Or do you think there could be a chance of a late scratching there? Um, honestly, not my problem. Um, <laughs> yeah. I hope he doesn't because his win the other day was <laughs> awesome. And um, he's just come back very well. Yes, he's got a big weight, but traditionally we're seeing... Horse, good horses win these races, and um, yeah, if he's there, he's going to be very hard to beat. 
We've been focusing on the Corfu Cup and uh, Victorian racing at the moment, but uh, there's a, no, a really nice five diamonds prelude up in uh, up in Sydney that you've got um, a chance that I actually tipped this morning, uh, Chris, and it's Waterford. How's uh, how's yep. that horse going into tomorrow's start? He's building towards something decent. Um, the 1,300-metre race, I think he was in last start, was just too short. 1,500 metres, Randwick, I think you'll start to get a different type of profile. And that'll suit him. He's drawn perfectly in gate seven prior to scratchings. Tommy Berry's aboard. He's pretty bullish about his chances. And um, I think you're pretty close to the mark. Going back to uh, Sulcum, uh, Chris, you got some high-profile Richmond footballers uh, as owners, or one retired Richmond footballer now in Jack Reed. Well, we're going to talk to Nathan Broad very shortly. How are they as owners? Uh, on the phone a bit, keeping their distance, not trying to give you too much advice. What are they like? No, they're absolute gentlemen, and it's a credit to the code of, from what I've seen in terms of people. Um, I think... It, there was, there was two or three of them at the track on Tuesday morning and they were amazed um, yeah, look, how the training goes and how big they are, how fast they go, the noise they make as they were going past. It was up close and personal. And, um, I think they can relate to the high-intensity training um, as well as the variables that go go into a, a game and, and, and just the luck of the, or the bounce of the ball, I guess. Mm. So... No, it's, it, I often find with sporting people they they really respect what we do, and it's it's a great a great way for them to get that winning feeling that we'll see them doing it week in week out on the field. But to get that winning feeling that few of us have had the chance to to have as owners, um, it's pretty special when the horse is racing, the build up to a race, and then when they are lucky enough to win, it's a um, yeah, it's a great sport to be involved in for so many people. Chris, you've been doing this for a very long time. You've been at the, the top of your game for forever, over 150 Group 1s and, and won pretty much everything there is to win. How do you stay motivated to get up every morning, you know, 2, 3 a.m. in the morning, go to the sales, buy more horses and, and go through that monotonous routine every day of your life? Um, to be honest, it's probably you're, you're well aware of um, your competition competition and young people coming through and you know if you rest on your laurels that you'll get taken over so it's just for me it's just I guess um, we're lucky in Australia it's 52 weeks of the year you've got you keep your your eye on the ball and and you make sure you're getting good results and when you tend to just drop off a bit you say all right oh come on I've got to step up and and just take that next step so competition I think is great for me personally and um, as I touched on, the racing in Australia is just there's just so much to look forward to every week. Um, we've got the Caulfield Cup tomorrow, we've got the Cox Plate next week, we've got the Melbourne Cup, and then you're into Magic Millions, the Autumn Carnival. It just rolls. So um, I'm I'm lucky to be training in a in a sport that's just going ahead in leaps and bounds. We're seeing more and more trainers. Um, become partners you know, with, with other, other trainers and join forces. Um, you're 50 next year. Um, is, that, is that something that you would look at going forward to ease your workload a, a little bit? Um, for me, 
look, it's a little bit hard. I haven't given it endless amounts of thought, but if you start taking on a partner, I guess from my perspective, there's so many other people behind the scenes. Why am I taking on one partner and why am I not taking on five people? Um, I, I, I'd say I'll do it at some stage, but I'd say it'd be a good 10 years away without having a lot of thought. But hey, I might wake up one night and say, gee, I, I'm not enjoying this like I used to. And, and I'd say that's when I would, I, I would call on a partner to help me through the last five or 10 years um, and give someone the opportunity to help build them. Um, yeah, so it's an interesting one, but like I like to look after our staff best I can and it comes down to more than just one, one man or one woman and I guess that's the main reason behind my thinking at this stage. Uh, life begins at 50, Chris, uh, so you'll be absolutely <laughs> flying for a long time yet. Uh, as always, uh, generous with your time. Much appreciated. Uh, good luck at Caulfield tomorrow. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Chris. Always great to chat to champion trainer Chris Waller. Uh, we're going to change gears a little bit after the break. One of the big sporting events that's on in, uh, well, Victoria, I was going to say Melbourne, but more Victoria this weekend is the MotoGP down at Phillip Island. Very un-Phillip Island-like conditions today. And uh, the new boss of the Australian Grand Prix, the CEO, Travis Old, will join us after the break here on Dwayne's World.